Wars, a New World podcast. My name is Taylor Allen. I will be one of your hosts this evening alongside our boy, Stephen Fontana. Stephen, how are you? Uh, I just looked at my phone and my battery is at 69%. What? Nice. What? Nice. I'm doing great, man. I was sick for like two weeks. Voice is still yeah, on its way back, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready to talk some was, New World. I was going to say, I was listening to you record um, Crossplay, which is uh, another Dual Screens podcast that yeah. you can go and listen to. Um, and you sounded a little scratchy. It's, it's, you know, the more talking, the worse it gets. So you're, you're the official Sherpa of all things, new world and all things faction wars podcast. So you're going to take it away and I'm just going to, I'm going to give you my, my two or three cents, depending how much you really need. And, uh, we'll, we'll get the show on the road, man. Lots to talk about this week. Lots to talk about. We are coming back from the Thanksgiving break. No episode last week. We have a lot to catch up on. Um, the all of a tournament is on fire, so we <laughs> we had better jump into it. <clears throat> yep. But before we do, we need to let you know that this is Faction Wars, a new world podcast. It is the number one podcast you've never heard of about the latest news, tips, tricks, mm-hmm. and stories from a tournament. Stephen, it's true. Tell me about your new world adventures since we last spoke. Are well, you at level cap yet? I'm not at level cap, and here's why. Right. Um, I have been so unmotivated because everything I worked for, as far as my life staff, seems completely useless now. Sure. And so I knew that I needed to start a new weapon because mm-hmm. unlike you, I focused on the two that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life. I'm a man of commitment. You understand? Sure. Yeah. I I got in there. I like the spear. I like the heel staff for my range and, you know, to keep myself alive. Love it. And alas, it was, it was, it just wasn't meant to be because the nerf, I can't keep myself alive anymore. Um, in, unless I'm going 10 levels below me, I just can't keep myself alive for, for very long. Um, so I switched over to <laughs> listen to this. I wanted a ranged weapon to complement my spear. Okay. Yeah. Which ranged weapon do you think I chose? Um, What are the options for our listeners? So ranged weapon, not including the like primary melee weapons that you can spec into range being the spear and the hatchet. Um, You've got the bow, the musket, void gauntlet, ice gauntlet, fire staff, life staff. Mm Mm-hmm. I am going to bet that you decided to go with the musket. <laughs> no, I okay. went with the throwing hatchet. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I couldn't. The, the hatchet, the hatchet spear combo is actually really fun, but <laughs> throwing hatchet tree is not my favorite. Tell me what so, you think so far though. <laughs> I only have the one toss right now. So I'm, you know, I'm using it to do my animal hunting, essentially. Like I'm just chucking the the spear at or the uh, axe at them from afar or like low level mobs, you know, stuff like that. Um, I just, I hate that I focus so much on dexterity and focus Uh and I felt like there was no, I wanted to do magic, right? Because I like magic, but like. 
I don't like the Void Gauntlet, right? That that goes with focus now, I think. I, I just don't like the way it, the way it plays. I don't know. I just, it's just not for me. Sure. Maybe I just got to give it more time. But um, so I was like, all right, well, I don't want to do. I hated the musket, hated the musket. Really? Um, yeah, uh, I don't like the ice gauntlet. It's not that I hate it. It's just that I don't like it. Um, sure. And the fire staff seems too cliche for me. <laughs> like, okay. just shooting fireballs. Like, it's just like, oh, man, yeah, I'm a magic guy with fire. So I was just like, let me think outside the box here. I'm not going to respect the spear and be a spear thrower. Like, I, I'm not going to do that because I like the way my combo works right now with the spear. So I just looked around. And I was like, you know what? This hatchet business, it looks cool. It looks like a side weapon sure. because you don't get to have two of them in your hand. So it's like it's little. It's right? little. Like it, it's a throwing it's very small axe. compared to the other right. the other weapons. So that's the way I'm kind of treating it. It's not necessarily a main weapon for me. It's the conflict starter. Like going to sure. chuck this into the battle, kill, hit a dude with a crit, then get in with my spear and clean him up. That's kind of how I'm playing it right now. Unless, of course, I'm going against low mobs, then I'll just use the hatchet and try and level it up and stuff. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm a hatchet spear boy now. That's it. How, That's how are you liking the combo? I haven't. I don't like again. I, I'm just not super nerdy about like how shit works together. So I'm not like aesthetically. I love it. Uh, role playing wise, I love it. And that's like yeah. how I like to play the, these games. Like I like to picture my character wielding something specific. And the reason why I chose the life staff is because I felt like having these two sticks, having the spear and the staff, like picturing holding them both at the same time. That's kind of like how I was playing. And now with this hatchet, I just, I just picture it like on her belt and she like whips it at, at a dude and then like dives at them with the spear and stuff. So it's I like, like in D D when you have hand axes right. as like a, a bonus action that you can exactly. Throw, right? Exactly. Gotcha. That's exactly how it is. Um I've been I have been mainlining the, the the uh quest, but I have a bug, Taylor. I have a bug that I cannot find the there's a person I'm supposed to report to. Yep. And he doesn't show up on the map as a point of interest. No matter what I do, follow, unfollow, restart, yeah. it just won't show up. So I have no mm -hmm. idea where this person is. So, yeah, so it I've, sucks. I've actually been running into that too. So we talked about this a little bit on our last episode. I recently started this no death run, right? So I started mm -hmm. a, a brand new character. Um, and I'm up to level like 38 now on that character. Um, and I have that same bug too, where uh, I will go and talk to a specific person person to like begin the quest they'll then send me to the next area i'll finish it but on the way i'm you know gathering iron and killing right. a link and like doing five faction quests and like exactly you know, yep. crafting a bunch of shelves that i'm gonna dismantle um before i go do this story quest and then i do it then i have to go back and talk to the guy that i'm supposed to talk to but there's no marker anywhere on the world. And this is yep. only for the main story quest. It yes, doesn't happen exactly. The side quests, yep. Anything just the main story quest. And so I have actually started pulling up the new world wiki to see where those quests start. And then I'll just put a pin on the map and go back to where the quest begins. 
uh-huh. and hope that that's the person I'm uh-huh. supposed to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. And um, most of the time it is, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. It sucks, dude. It, yeah, it made it so like, cause like all I want to do is the main story so that we could just like do late game content together. And it's, I'm wandering around like a moron, like a complete moron. I'm like, how does it, I thought, I thought that like, I knew the game was glitching, but I was like, how mush is my brain? Like I'm only interacting with four areas. There's only four areas that this guy could be in. And I have no, not even the slightest idea of where this quest started. No idea. Like I, I, I just have no, I have no clue. So yeah. here I am just doing side quests again, messing around with a hatchet in yeah. lieu of doing the actual main quest. Cause I can't figure it out. Well, I would love to uh, dive deeper into the bugs of the main story quest, but mm. we have lots more bugs to address. So many in bugs. News world. So <laughs> let's jump on over to the news. Uh, the very first thing I wanted to go over just yesterday, we got the patch notes for patch 1.1.1. Um, they are pretty minimal. So we'll breeze through these real fast, oh, get good. high level takes. And I think that will lead us into our next couple of pieces of discussion. So highlights from 1.1.1. First, they have removed the elemental moats that you get from elemental enemies. So those are the wood dogs, the the stone bears, and the the, wood elk. Um, They've completely removed elemental moats from those. You still can't harvest the dog or the elk. It has been like this for two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> very frustrating uh in the into the void update they accidentally removed all of the harvesting gear sets that you could get uh. so i had a full harvesting luck gear set on my main character and it just disappeared again it's been like two weeks they said hey after this update it should be coming they then posted an update today that said hey a lot of you are saying you haven't gotten it yet if you don't get a chest by December 6th, then submit a ticket. Oh my God. So that stuff is still just missing. I, as of today, I haven't received it. I checked right before we jumped on. Oh, good Lord. Still haven't seen it. Um, they did, after two weeks, finally re-enable trading, moving, and salvaging of furnishing and housing items, which I know was a big issue for a while uh, because people were duplicating trophies. Uh, which are very valuable in the game. They sell for a lot of money, those major trophies. Um, And so they completely disabled trading of any housing items, which meant that you couldn't put it into your storage. And so people were just walking around with like freaking 15 tables in their backpack, taking up (laughs) a bunch of inventory weight. Uh, So they, they finally fixed that. Um, crafting, we'll get into, uh, a little bit further this, this crafting change. Cause I have some thoughts about this, but in the, into the void, uh, update, they made it so that low level recipes for all crafting gave less XP. So it incentivized people to craft higher tier stuff. Um, they didn't implement that on jewelry crafting. Um, and so they have updated that so that those changes are now in place. They did not make it easy enough to do the higher level stuff, by the way. Like I know that they said they were, but it is still just as impossible. Yeah. I, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, 
And then finally, they added some uh, technical groundwork for server merges. Those are likely going to come within the next two weeks. Um, oh, improved God. war performance, and then fix a couple of bugs with the Void Gauntlet. Uh, that so shit there i have zero confidence that when these server mergers happen merges happen i have zero confidence that it's not going to break something it is yep. absolutely going to break no, so much just, shit not just something it's going to break everything yeah everything yeah um so yeah pretty minimal patch notes here um not a lot that i i have to say on these specific patch notes like it's yeah. It's pretty bare bones. After you're, you're fixing a thing, after, I guess. Yeah. After the shit show that the game has been in for the last two weeks, the fact that this is the first patch after the major November update is a little disheartening. Yeah. True. Um one of the major issues I was hoping that they were going to address here that they still haven't is the issues with the economy. Uh specifically on lower population servers. Uh, so po population has continued to decline uh, with each update. You know, more and more bugs are frustrating people. And naturally, as the game progresses, it will, you know, kind of stable out to its normal baseline uh, population. Sure. Um, but that has led to a lot of very low population servers, including ours. Ours was a high pop server at launch. Uh, we had anywhere from uh, 700 to 1,200 player queues for the first like week and a half two weeks of launch yep. right um and that that is frustrating right and and difficult but um over time those have completely gone away and our, our server is now one of the lower population ones i think you know peak we're hitting like 450 players yeah um on any given time so um not not great, but the issue that I want to discuss is um, we are seeing a lot of these big companies own up a large portion or all of the territories on a map, sucking up all of the gold, and then just up and leaving a server when they're done with it. Leaving the economy in a really tough place. Um, end game, it's really difficult to earn gold um, and... You know, when other people are also having a hard time earning gold and you don't have gold flowing through the economy, it makes it so that uh, your high value stuff is not valuable anymore. Yeah, there's no high there's no high value uh, customers like, yeah, if they, you exactly. know, the people that's the thing. Like I, I looked at the I was doing some some quests and I needed some uh, some crafting materials. And I was like, all right, these are materials I've never even seen but yet let alone can figure out where I could go find. So I was like, all right, I'll drop, you know, 30 gold on mm -hmm. a bunch of this or whatever. And I, I had no problem doing that. But then I realized I was looking through the list. And it's like, I, I'm just going to give a, an example. It's not an exact example, but like, let's just say bags of flour. Like the top one will be bag of flour. Uh, I don't know, 50 gold. And then you could scroll all the way down. And it'd be like 10 cents. Where yeah. do you think I'm going to buy this bag bag of flour? Like I'm of course I'm going to go to the guy selling it for 10 cents. But yeah. like that's how desperate it is. Because your that person selling it for 100 is probably in a zone that doesn't have flour. Like and they just used to selling it to people who need need it because they're in, they're questing in an area that 
you're not regularly getting that item. Flower is just a, a resource I picked out of my brain, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. there's high there's high level stuff that you got to go to a high level area to get. <clears throat> and but you used to be able to sell it to just that high level area so you knew who your customers were. Now yeah. you're like, no. Uh, oh, oh my god, like low level people are going to be looking for this so they can complete a, a faction quest at level 30. Mm-hmm. And this is like a level 55 item, whatever, you know, area item. So like they kind of screwed it, screwed that up a little bit by making these quests so difficult to complete unless you are level cap where you can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, And I, I think that's that's a really poor decision, especially when those faction quests and quests in general are really the only way to guarantee you're making gold. Yeah. Um. It's really interesting to seeing the uh, the difference between our main server, which has become a pretty low pop server, as I mentioned, and um, my no death run server. Um, so I'm I'm playing on probably the second or third most populated um, and a west server for my mm. no death run. And even the dichotomy between those two is is so crazy. Um, you know, seeing things like uh, void void bent uh, or void ingots right Mm -hmm. Uh, which is used to craft um luck like 600 gear score luck armor um it's like some of the best armor in the game um those ingots uh on our server were going for like 14,000 12,000 now i'm seeing people sell them for like three four thousand over mm-hmm. on the other server, the high pop server, they're still going for nine, ten k, easy. So like seeing that, it, it just in and of itself is insane. Uh, the other thing that I'm seeing on on the more populated server is people are selling slots um, to run the high tier dungeons, both Genesis and Lazarus, um, because those keys are on a timer. You could only craft three Genesis keys a week and only one Lazarus key a week. They're guaranteed gear score upgrades for you. Mm. Um, and so they're very valuable, right? I'm seeing people sell slots for those that can craft those keys for um, 1.5, 2K per slot. On our server, our main server, it's hard to like find people to fill the slots and you're not even charging them. Like it, wow. just seeing the difference in the economies is insane. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't help that we have droves of bots that are running oh, around. It's horrible. Like harvesting all of these valuable notes, even the low level resources, right? I saw a bot the other day that was going out and running up to all of the fiber and collecting all the, all the hemp plants, getting yeah. all the fiber. And these bots will gather up all this stuff and then transfer servers to somewhere else and sell it. Yep. Like it just, so they'll sit and farm these low pop servers for all their resources and then move over and sell them on high pop servers. It's, it's really frustrating. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, or you'll get the bots that will sit and farm the first, uh, you know, 10 hours of the game because you just write a script to go do those whatever missions and then take that gold and transfer it to someone else or something like it it sucks because it just like totally drains these low pop servers of everything and you know it's it's not a unique thing to to new world that these bots and and you know these accounts that sell gold and whatever like this isn't new 
But the problem is that New World designed this economy to be very specific, specifically tied to resources. And it's, which a lot of MMOs do, but like it is so much more intertwined with the very fabric of this game that Mm -hmm. it's just fucking everything up. It skews everything too, because like you can't even look at it and say, okay, well, we're just going to, you know, not let you abuse uh not let you do the same thing for too long because that's the easiest way to tell if something's a bot right but like yeah. sometimes i'll sit there for hours and fish yeah. because i'm trying to get that skill up or i'm trying to get fucking 80 fish fillets or you know 50 fish oil you know for for a faction board quest or whatever and it's not easy to sit there and do it. So, you know, you might as well just sit there and literally grind. Like these people are creating bots that grind, but they, but they don't, there's no reason for it except for, you know, greed and, you know, outside of the game yeah. enrichment. Um, before new world came out, I was like, Hey, I think I want to just be a fisherman. I just want to sit there and just be a fisherman and sell my fish. That's all I wanted to do. But now I couldn't even, if you wanted to do that, you can't because, you aren't going to get shit for your, for your resources, like at all. Um, they're just not important. They're not scaled appropriately. Fish are not as important. They, I mean, you can make meals that are really, really good. Um, but you need to make the meals and you need to do other stuff to get those recipes for those meals. So you can't just focus on the one job that you want. You have to do the other stuff. So it's, um, you know, in one way, it's nice that they force you to play a little differently, but it's also kind of shitty that they take your role play out of it, like the way you want to be, the way what you want to specialize in, um, unless you're in a faction that everybody does their part and like you can get the missing components that you need. Um, yeah. It really doesn't work, um, which well, sucks. I, yeah, I, I think that leads us into um, our next topic here. I wanted to discuss two weeks after the Into the Void update. Okay. What our thoughts are and how the changes have affected the game. And I think crafting is one of the biggest areas that have been decimated by this update, right? Yeah. They they basically made it so that um, you have to craft four times as much to level up, but they only increase the XP on the higher level stuff by twice as much and nerfed the lower level stuff by four times. So you can't yeah. sit and spam iron uh, iron arrows to level up your engineering anymore because you hit a point of diminishing returns where they give you literally nothing for your resources. Yeah. Like, the the crafting endgame has now grinded to a complete halt. And I, I would understand if they want to make it super, super grindy because getting to max crafting is like super valuable. But because of the way that the economy has kind of taken a downturn on most servers, even at, you know, max weaponsmithing, for example, you're crafting 600 gear score uh, weapons, you're still rolling the dice that they get the perks that are desirable, uh, they get the attributes that are desirable for that weapon, because you can only influence one of those things. And they can have, uh, I think, three perks and an attribute slot. Yeah. So you can only influence one. You're rolling the dice on three. And if you only get even one good perk, but the rest are garbage, you're selling that for pennies on the dollar for the resources that it costs to make it. 
So it's not yeah. even worthwhile to get up to 200 crafting in pretty much anything. Yeah, there's no there's no customer base for it either. Like most of the shit you make, there's no customers for. Um, yeah. There's there's really it it has become it, it was it was a game that revolved around crafting and and resource management and create in creative and creativity, and it's become completely pointless to do any of that. There's no reason for it anymore unless you're trying to complete quests because there, there's just nobody buying the stuff that you know you're if you really do the math and you look at it um you're you like you said you're actually losing money on your investment by crafting these high level items or really anything um yeah. it's bad it's it's like it's become a bad experience when it was the main driving force of the experience at least for me it was um like i still can't sniff like some items that like or i can't make a useful item for myself i've out leveled anything i could craft so what am i supposed to do now that happens so easily too it's really easily all you're doing is like because i i'm running into this on my no death run character right where I want to make sure that I stay ahead on engineering because I'm running bow that I can make the best arrows available for what I, for the resources I'm able to gather. And even where every time I go into town, I craft as many stacks of steel arrows as I can. And I like really focus on engineering. I'm still outpacing it and gathering star metal and weird wood and stuff. Now, like yeah. I just can't keep up. And I, I cannot tell you how many, thousands of arrows i've just dropped on the floor because they're selling for a penny on the marketplace and i just like i don't have enough storage to carry them around yeah it's it's frustrating uh, a couple of other things that i want to touch on from the into the void update though i you know the economy issues and, and crafting issues aside um i have been playing with the void gauntlet quite a bit uh on my main character um i'm still a primary healer um, and I have found that the Void Gauntlet, though at first glance doesn't feel like it complements the life staff as much, um, I, I found a really good setup that I'm happy with that um, I have actually increased my healing output because of it in wars and dungeons and things like that. Uh, the Void Gauntlet has one specific ability where you can put a debuff on an enemy. This is really good on like bosses. And anyone who damages that enemy heals for 20% of the damage that they do. Mm. So it doesn't matter like what your damage stats are or anything. You just throw this on the boss and all of your big, big damage dealers are just going to immediately top themselves off. Um, especially if they aren't super tanky and don't have a ton of health. Like ranged casters and stuff that are running light armor sitting at like seven to 8,000 HP. They'd be able to top themselves off so fast yeah um it's been really cool i like it i i feel like the void gauntlet when you first get into it like most of the weapons in the game doesn't feel great until you get to like weapon mastery 10 or 15 you can really get a lot of points in there and start getting those synergies going yeah um one thing i really like about the weapon as well is instead of blocking um when you press the block button it actually drains your health and converts it to mana um, and it converts it at a really high rate. So you can damage yourself 
um, for, you know, a, a, like a tenth of your health or something and fill up half your mana bar. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So it, it makes it so that you can start throwing out abilities a little bit more aggressively and you don't have to worry about that mana regeneration as much. Mm. Um, and so that, that balances a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't like it to, you know, at the beginning, but I think I need to really try everything out and at least get three abilities in, in, in every weapon just so I yeah. could see what that tree is like and like how it plays into each other. I wish that the, that the two sides of the tree could play a little bit better um, for most of the, the, the weapons, but they're pretty, pretty different most of the time. Um, so I found it's just better to specialize in one, one half of the tree in the, yeah. of the weapon tree than the other um, that mixing. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do this uh, throwing axe as I'm calling it. Yeah, uh, and see what how that works out for me. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of other changes from Into the Void. They added that new enemy faction. Um, what they added was pretty minimal. I think it's like a three quest chain. Yeah, I didn't um, even I didn't even do that yet. It's it's pretty easy. You go in, you kill a couple of guys, you read a couple of uh, lore notes, and that's it. Actually, I'm, um, I'm, I think I did do that, actually. Yeah, it's in it's in Everfall, uh, like yeah. the west side of Everfall. They have their big, like, circus tent set up over there. Um, hmm. I'm upset because they got rid of my... They didn't get rid of it, but they, they shuffled around and they moved my iron farm route that was right along that cliffside. So no. um, it's, it's a little bit more inconvenient for me now, which is frustrating. Uh, but overall, I think the new enemy faction is cool. I wish they would have done more with it. Like, I wish they would have added it to more areas, um, made high-level variants of these enemies, and scattered them throughout. Like, it, it feels kind of weird and disjointed that they're just in, like, these two small concentrated areas of the map, right? Yeah. Whereas all of the other enemies yeah. are spread everywhere. They, um... Like... I mean, they basically said that this is just the beginning of an invasion. Like, oh, no, yeah. that they're scouting camps. They're like scouting uh -huh. parties. So I I yeah. get it. And I mean, that's a that could just be a convenient excuse for why they only just threw them in a couple little areas. But, you know, in the greater story, maybe it makes sense, you know, as these as we start exploring and opening new areas of the map, um, you know, maybe it'll make a little bit more sense. But, yeah, I could see how that could be a little weird. It's just like the, they just kind of like they're just oddly placed kind of in the middle yeah. of these two areas and you're like, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What are these guys about? Oh, well that's over with cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I could, I could see that being a little underwhelming. Yeah. It, it just felt weird. Right. Like I, I don't have any complaints about it. It was fine. It's just weird that it's like just level 17 through like 20 enemies and that's it. Yeah. So, um, the, the final thing is just after this update, um, Amazon game studios announced that until their December, uh, content update, which will likely land within the next like two weeks, um, all housing taxes are reduced by 90%, which has led to all of the companies who control the areas to increase tax prices to as high as they possibly can. So I'm still paying close to the same. It's it's obviously still discounted, but 
uh, you know, where prior I was paying like two fifty uh, for my small houses that I have, I'm paying like a hundred gold now because all of the the housing taxes have been jacked through the roof. Yeah, well, that's what happens. <laughs> it's, it's all that. I mean, that's just the way it is, man. That's what's gonna yeah. happen. You giveth, they will taketh. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that we need to see in the next little bit, though, is a roadmap. They mentioned shortly after launch that they want to have a 2022 roadmap uh, for players. Um, since launch, they have been pretty radio silent on that. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that with the December content update, they can give us some kind of roadmap for what we can look forward to. In that would be 2022. nice. Because right now it feels like like communication has kind of dwindled over the last couple of weeks. And obviously the holiday plays into that. But on top yeah. of that, we also have no idea what's coming. So it feels like they're not doing anything, which I think demoralizes people more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um, you know Alrighty, what, Steven, before we get into your, your tips and tricks, I do have a new weapon of the week. Oh, that's right. Ready, give it to me. <clears throat> I do. It's coming. <clears throat> Got to pull out his notepad. No, no, no. I, I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting comfortable. Yeah. So I was looking throughout classic television, film, uh, literature, and thinking, all right, what are some real classic weapons that we know? I already went over the whole whip situation, Indiana Jones-like type thing. You know, we, we have that. Yeah. That's classic. That's indie. There is another character that had a very unique weapon. Um, I don't remember if it was two of them or just the one, but it was very unique and it was a throwable weapon. Do you know where I'm going with this yet? Throwing daggers. No, 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 mm. no, no. It is a 90s property. Okay. Okay. It is it on me. Are you... Are you aware of the series Xena Warrior Princess? Not, no. No, okay. Xena Warrior Princess was a series. It ran six seasons. Um, it was from 1995 to 2001. It was okay. a spinoff of the Hercules television show, The Adventure. Uh, Hercules, The Journey, The Legendary Journeys. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, who's, you know, now a nut job. Um, <clears throat> okay. Sam Raimi, I think you know that name. Spider-Man That's fame? correct. That's correct. Uh, was one okay. of the developers of the show. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So, she has a weapon. It is. It kind of is like a boomerang in, in the way it functions. Um, but it, or like a glaive of some kind. But it's called a chakram. Do you know what this is? Yes. Okay. I'm familiar. So it's a, it's it, like a yeah. A fist weapon. You, you hold it short blade. Kind. kind of yes. Thing. Yes. So she you had two of them. It's like a frisbee. Yeah. Frisbee with it's, knives. It's on. like a, it looks like a it looks like sonic rings. One of them you could hold yeah. in the center, and the other two were just rings that she would chuck. And I think these chakrams would be really cool weapons. For being a ranged slash melee weapon, but two-handed 
very fast. Like think your your uh, hatchet, except these things would be able to like one of the weapons, one of the abilities would be for it to ricochet off of enemies. You know, like boom, 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 like oh, yeah. Captain America's shield or something like that. Sure. Um, the other one would be to throw it behind enemies and then recall it like like the uh, Leviathan axe, and it rips through people like that way. Um, okay. It, it could be good I'm, for. I'm imagining like a a very high like range and close range kind of a hybrid, very high attack speed. Yes. Maybe maybe like doing some cool martial arts. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, maybe doing like a Kung Lao spinning it and letting it go yeah. into the dirt and you like, and it like chops you dudes shove up. the enemy's heads onto it. <laughs> Split them in half. But <clears throat> they just like spurt blood. It like game instantly becomes rated M instead of rated yeah. T. So you could do the chakram. You could do okay. like dual chakrams or you can make the chakram a uh, option for sword and shield. So it could be sword and chakram. Oh, making the sword a little bit more of a uh, DPS instead of a tank weapon. Right, exactly. Because Zeno has her sword and then she has her thing that she, th the chakram that she throws at everybody. So you could have like this, you could, you could actually switch the roles and make the sword be the thing sh that you block with primarily. But, you know what I mean? But also yeah. you could have the chakram that you can throw. But whatever, I digress. Basically... What I'm saying is I want more varied ranged abilities, ranged uh, options, non-magical yeah. um, that are more viable for, for range. Like sure. the bow and arrow seems like the only real option here. Uh, the musket is just so slow. Um, to me, it's it's hard to, to aim appropriately. Like you almost have to lead them like like in a real shooter, which I think is a little weird for for like an MMO. Um, but I digress that that's my, that's my, uh, weapon of the week. I'm, I'm the razor call... edge throwing weapon. Love it. I'm going to call daddy Jeff. We'll get it. Get him on, get him on, get it in. Let's Love it. it. All right. Tips and tricks of the week. We are going to be going over tuning orbs, specifically end game tuning orbs for, mm -hmm. uh, Genesis and Lazarus instrumentality. Um, these orbs are very, very grindy to craft. Mm. You have to run so many portals and they recently nerfed how many portals you have to run, which is nice. Um, but you still have to run a lot of portals to get, um, corrupted, sl uh, slivers, uh, to then, you know, combine up into corrupt, corrupted lodestone. You also have to have your stone cutting at 200 to be able to make, uh, rune stones. You also have to have your Arcana at 125 so that you can combine for Quintessence or be willing to pay a premium on the marketplace for those things. So, start your stone cutting grind early. Start your Arcana grind early. Mm. Make sure that you are getting those things leveled up as you're leveling so that when you get to the end game and you're wanting to run these, like I said, on, on the higher pop server that I'm running, people are selling those for one to two K a slot. And so if you're bringing four people on, you're making, you know, four to 8,000 per run plus getting guaranteed good gear. Mm. These are the easiest ways to up your watermark level um, and, and, you know, help improve 
where your uh, gear is going to be dropping at. So highly, highly recommend getting ahead of stone cutting and arcana early. Mm, now, Stephen, before we go, mm. there there was a little bit of a a funny thing that Amazon Game Studios added into the game this morning with the patch one point one point one. Oh, I am calling this Thanksgiving's Revenge. Oh no! Have you seen this? No, I have not. Okay, I want you to go look in my Discord right now, <laughs> in in the New World channel. Okay, I'm on my way. Go there. look at the two most recent pictures that I I posted, and I want you to describe what you see. Okay. Scrolling. Okay, wait, that's patch bot. That's updates. Okay, let me find the other one. Yep. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, it would this be... I was laughing for probably a solid thirty minutes. For all of the shit that the game is in right now, I thought this was very clever. Oh. Oh no. Tell me what you're seeing. Okay, so it is the revenge of the turkeys. Uh there is a giant turkey. Uh it looks like, like a, a turkey like a boss. Two, two story tall turkey. Yeah. Level 66 turkey uh-huh. that shoots fire out of its mouth. Yeah. Fucking laser beams. It it also shoots eggs at you that explode. That's fantastic. Uh, and if you kill this thing and skin it, you get a giant legendary turkey leg that you can craft Whoa. into um, a, a new recipe that gives you, I think, plus 30 constitution and plus like five percent luck or something like that for an hour it it's bonkers this motherfucker is just jaunting around the forest of windsward lighting the entire thing on fire with its laser beam this reminds me this was pretty funny this reminds me of uh in diablo when you had when you like kill the cows level yeah Yeah. and then you go to like cow hell (laughs) like that's what this reminds me of it's like all right you bastards you killed enough of us now see our god yeah that's great uh this this thing's no joke too like at max level really high gear score i was running with some people this morning um we had to get a group of five and i ran through a a fair amount of uh of health potions Mm. I'm just trying to stay alive with this thing. Uh, it has a massive, just absolutely monstrous health pool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought it was pretty funny. Giant turkey, Thanksgiving's revenge added into the game. So. Gobble, gobble. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. This has been Faction Wars, a new world podcast. For those of you that want to support us, you can support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash ndspodcasts. Just like our Patreon producers, F&H Paul, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, and Vegas Girl on Fire have. Uh, that'll give you exclusive access to our Discord as well. We literally could not make this show without a, all of the incredible supporters on Patreon. So definitely go check that out if you would like. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube feed. And for those of you that are listening on podcast services that allow for reviews, uh, we would absolutely love for you to leave us a review. It helps us out more than you will ever know. And until next time, keep, keep new in that world. Make make affection. (laughs) Bye.